This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Stuck, host of Beauty Now, a weekly show on lasers, lipo, lashes, lifts, health, beauty, and more. Today we have author David Wolf, who's considered a raw food expert. He's going to share his beauty secrets for his books, Eating for Beauty. Coconut's the best source of electrolytes, naturally, and it's also the oils that are in the coconut. It's one of the most beautifying oils, and it's a saturated fat, and I know everyone's going to go, oh my God, saturated fat, it's bad, whatever. And actually, saturated fat is good for you as long as it's raw and plant-based because it has very powerful antiviral, antifungal, and antimicrobial action. Beans are actually toxic. You know, you have to cook them to actually make them edible. When you're farming in nature, you have to have plants that help balance out or draw the nitrogen into your farm and also keep predators out and keep bugs from overeating your foods. And if you mix beans into your garden, that's a very effective way of doing that. And Native Americans did that for that reason. Essentially, we've got to get started somewhere. And so what we've put into the Eating for Beauty book is a seven-day program where you really get onto what's what we really call a catabolic program which starts to break down the fat cells, starts to move the toxins out, gets the bowels moving. And that includes enzymes, it includes raw foods, it includes antioxidants, it includes superfoods, it includes removing from the diet cooked starchy food, and then also cooked fat or cooked oils. Welcome and thank you for joining us. How you doing, Terry? I'm doing great today and I'm just reading your book, Eating for Beauty, and there's so many tips in here for us because actually beauty is from within and it's the most important kind of beauty because we want to keep our skin and our organs and everything else glowing. What's your best secret tips and tell us about your book? Well, the number one tip about beauty and the the number one insight I believe in the whole field of nutrition and health is that it's all got to come from the inside out. So, and and that's really, you know, what changes the world, what changes our world and changes our reality is a transformation on the inside. So eating for beauty is about getting the right minerals, the right nutrients, the right foods into our body so that we can actually develop or unfold or blossom into the radiant being that we are really destined to be. How did you come to write this book, Eating for Beauty? How did you become an expert? Well, I was born, both my mom and dad are medical doctors. I was mm-hmm. born into that kind of a world. In fact, I was conceived in a medical school library. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably next to the one hidden book that they had in there that had anything about holistic and natural healing. But I was very deeply in, enmeshed in that world my entire life. I mean, I grew up in a doctor's office. And then... I assiduously tried to avoid getting into that kind of thing, any kind of health healing, any of that kind of stuff, or at least doctor kind of oriented health healing um, my whole life until I was about 19. And then I became 
aware that I was allergic to dairy products. And I began to study and research, and you know, you, it, it's, there's that Roman saying that says, um, one, who, um, st- one who avoids their destiny will be dragged, and one who aligns with their destiny will be drawn. And uh, I, I attempted to avoid my destiny, and I was dragged, but eventually I got completely drawn into the wake of real natural health and healing, which is primarily a nutritional um, component, we, we, you know, you are what you eat seems to trump every other law of health and healing. At least, you know, it's it's 40% maybe in health or exercise is 30% or something. And then I just got totally into nutrition and eventually really oriented towards raw foods, superfoods, herbs, and chocolate, and in particular, um, skin, hair, and nail health. And that's what became eventually the Eating for Beauty book. Well, that's really interesting, and I want to know, I want to get started here talking about some of how our listeners can get started on your program. If they were going to go to, let's say, a Whole Foods, you're pretty much organic, right? Yeah, I eat eat either a a diet that consists of food that I pick from my garden, from the forest around my house, or or, or is purchased organically. So realistically, for most of us that don't have a forest to run our house and that don't grow our vegetables, although we might like to try, if you're going to go to a Whole Foods, what would be on your list? Well, I definitely would select cucumbers. I would select arugula. Um, I'd select coconut products of different kinds. For example, if they have young coconuts, you buy some young coconuts. You can chop them open with a butcher knife at home and drink the water out of them and then scoop the milk or scoop, scoop the meat out. Coconut what benefit, oil. Yeah, what benefit does coconuts give you? Well, coconut's the best source of electrolytes, naturally, and it's also the oils that are in the coconut. It's one of the most beautifying oils, and it's a saturated fat, and I know everyone's going to go, oh, my God, saturated fat, it's bad, whatever. And actually, saturated fat is good for you as long as it's raw and plant-based because it has very powerful antiviral, antifungal, and antimicrobial action. And that's why coconut oil was used as an antiseptic by the Vedic civilization for whatever your belief is, five to 10,000 years. And that's what I use on my skin and, and I use it in my food. And we should all be knowledgeable about coconut oil and its beautifying qualities and have some at home because it's just incredible. So you're saying just go and if you, they have the little coconuts, just go, you know, cut it open and drink the juice. And what else do you do? Yeah, but by the way, I'm not talking about those brown, hairy coconuts, which are not, that's a very difficult product to deal with. It's, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the young, white coconuts. They're usually saran wrapped. They can be purchased in um, nine uh, boxes of nine or cases of nine. And th- that, that's like kind of a main staple for many raw food enthusiasts all over the world. And then on top of that, on top of the coconut products, I'd also recommend looking for some of the fresh fruits that are in right now, like figs, which is one of the great beautifying foods of the world, one of the great um, primate foods of the world, and one of the best sources of calcium in nature. And then on top of that, hemp seeds. Hemp seeds are just phenomenal. What an incredible superfood they are. They're probably the best source of protein in the natural world. And also the beautifying oils, the oleic acids that are present in hemp seeds. Macadamia nuts, raw, organic. Make sure you have a little bit of that every day just on the side. They're so tasty. And then olive oil and olives, another great product to look for. Um, and that, that pretty much brings us, that kind of rounds out the list. I would definitely include onions and I definitely include radishes as well and maybe pumpkin. 
pumpkin seeds, too. That was a big mouthful, so I hope somebody grabs something out of all that. Well, I think they need to grab a pencil and write it down as you're listening to the show because that's true. That's really good. Let me go back to the hemp seeds. How do you find hemp seeds? I've never even seen them. Hemp seeds are available in almost all health food stores right now. In fact, some friends of mine with the company Manitoba Harvest, a Canadian company, they've been working to get hemp seeds into every Whole Foods in America, and I think they're almost there. Most mom-and-pop operations have them. They, you can't ship them into the United States with the shells on them, but you can crack them out of the shell and, and bag them in a nitrogen-flushed bag, and uh, you just open that up, and then you have the open hemp seed, and you just put that into a salad, or you can snack on it straight as a kind of – it's almost like a um, – it's a great trail mix additive, and uh, I like to also sprinkle it onto, you know, whatever kind of desserts that I'm making, you know, whether it's a coconut-based ice cream or a cake of some sort. It's just awesome. So you actually put them on everything then. So what do they taste like? They're they're really nutty. I mean, they taste a lot like when you get hemp seed into a butter, when you get it really mixed and mashed down, it's almost like peanut butter, but it's got a little bit fuller of a of a protein side. I mean, it's a complete protein source. It's, it's, you know, it's like one of those things that you, when you start eating, you go, my God, we should have been eating this from, we should have eaten this instead of peanut butter. It should have been hemp seed and jelly sandwiches. So you would eat those instead of peanut butter or almond butter? Right. You could do it exactly like that. And they're, they're very close in terms of where they fit in the spectrum. Hemp seed is closer to fish so, you know, if you're a fish eater but you're worried about mercury or PCBs or things that are in the, that, that, you know, um, world, then you come over to hemp seed as the, as the next alternative. Because they have omega, do they have omega-3s in them? They have omega-3 fatty acids. In fact, they're the highest natural source of omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids in the right combination of any plant found in nature. I'm going to go buy some today. <laughs> no, I, I am. That sounds good. Now let's talk about your non-beautifying plant foods. I was really depressed that you said uh, beans. <laughs> what What's wrong with beans? Well, beans beans are actually toxic. You know, you have to cook them to actually make them edible. You know, on the good side, beans were used by Native Americans who were you know big bean eaters because they were they would help when you're farming in nature. You have to have plants that help balance out or draw the nitrogen into your farm and also keep predators out and keep bugs from overeating your foods. And if you mix beans into your garden, that's a very effective way of doing that. And Native Americans did that for that reason. But we've gotten, you know, away from that understanding and gotten into eating beans, you know, all day long, which is really, it's not a natural food for, for human consumption because they're, they're just too naturally toxic. Like if you eat a raw soybean, it's actually toxic. It, certain beans, like kidney beans, are at a point of being so toxic, if you eat a handful, you could land yourself in the hospital. And so foods like that are, you know, they're, they're subtly irritable in the system, even when they're cooked. And that's what we're kind of moving out of. We're trying to move away from stuff that's, that is allergenic or irritable in the system and move more towards stuff that is soft and gentle on the system. And what about avocados? Do you, did you make oh, a comment about avocados? I think you did. They are dynamite. I mean, avocado is one of the great beauty foods in the world, and I'm a huge fan of avocados. In fact, my nickname is Avocado. Oh, thank God, because I love avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and those got a bad rep for a long time, but now they're saying they have the good fat in them? That's right. What That all kind of fell apart. The whole bash the avocado routine fell apart because... 
you know, really what, what's occurred is that the it's there's been a realization that kind of the soybean industry and the corn industry are trying to sell their oils and try to drive any other competitors out. And, you know, people would rather have you eating corn oil or soybean oil, you know, or other rancid oils rather than natural healthy oils such as avocado. So now that's all kind of falling apart. Now people are realizing, oh, wait a second, avocados aren't fattening. Wait a second, avocados are good for you. Avocados are the best thing for the female reproductive system. And it just goes on. So eat an avocado a day and you'll be very, very happy. I'm very happy to know that because I actually, I mean, this is going to disgust everybody. I actually like mayonnaise. And so instead of mayonnaise, I put the avocado on and it tastes just like it. It's creamy and it's great. You don't need mayonnaise. That's that's right on. And, and by the way, you can make your own mayonnaise by taking honey and coconut oil and blending them together and then kind of playing with the flavor. And you can move that over to a mayonnaise type of consistency. It's pretty darn awesome. And is that recipe in your book? That recipe is in one of my books. I'm not sure if it's in Eating for Beauty, but you, but you know what? It is. It is in there. It's in Eating for Beauty. Oh, good. Okay, and I'm going to tell the listeners later how we're going to do that. But right now, we're going to have to take a short break, and we're going to be right back with David Wolf, Eating for Beauty. Listen to Living Dialogues, thought leaders in transforming ourselves and our global community with Duncan Campbell, visionary conversationalist, bringing you the best in new paradigm thinking on personallifemedia.com. Hi, this is Terry Struck, and we're back with David Wolf. We were just talking with him about his book, Eating for Beauty. Welcome back, David. Hey, how you doing, Terry? Well, you know what? This is a lot of good information in part one, and let's just talk about more things. Tell us more about if we were going to go to the market. We've got the list of superfoods. What else would you go buy if you're just starting off your Eating for Beauty plan? What would it be in your market basket? Well, I would also orient yourself towards getting the right kind of salt, you know, moving away from um, some of the problem salts that are out there, which is the iodized kiln dried salt that we all grew up on that's used as a food preservative, and getting onto sea salt. I like Celtic gray mineral sea salt. That's something to have in your cupboard. Make sure you get water, preferably that's in glass. One of the things we know about plastics is plastics can leach into water. They're xenoestrogens. Estrogen causes us to become overweight. It leads to the syndrome X metabolic syndrome problems that we see where people try everything, they can't lose weight. And we, we want to move towards glass. We want to move away from that kind of thing. So we want to make sure we have the right hormonal balance because that's created that creates beauty when you have the balance between estrogen and progesterone. We also want to be oriented towards some of the great superfoods that are out there like goji berries and like raw chocolate nuts, which is raw cacao and raw um, uh goji berries, which, which, by the way, are probably the poster ch- children of the whole superfood movement. 
goji berries are the number one food in Chinese medicine. The cacao bean is the nut that all chocolate is made out of. And if you look at the research, all research is saying, hey, there's something in chocolate that's good for us. Well, what that something is, is the nut, the original cacao or cocoa. And you can eat that raw now or find it raw. And if you dip it in honey if, during your first experience, if you're a cacao virgin, if I can say that, yes, um, you, yeah, you dip it in honey your first experience and eat that, you'll probably fall over when when you detect what level of flavor is actually present. So you, the cacao, and you can get that at Whole Foods. And what about um, the acai berries? Is that the same as the goji, or that's different? That's different. Acai, goji berries from, from originally from um, Tibet, Mongolia, and China, with some varieties growing in the, in the western deserts of America. Acai is a palm fruit, like a date. It comes from a palm tree, and it grows in the Amazon basin, and it is a, is a very, very potent superfood as well, but has a different, completely different properties. It's more of an antioxidant base superfood, whereas goji berry is more of a protein, antioxidant, carotenoid superfood, where it's, it's got a more multiplicity of, of uh, special properties. Well, you know, you just brought up something that I was going to ask you is, if the beans aren't really good for you, a lot of vegetarians rely on beans for protein. So I was going to ask, what's the other sources of protein that you like? Oh, well, there's a tremendous proteins that are available now in, in superfoods. Um, goji berry is a complete protein source. And by the way, cacao beans aren't actually a bean. They're a nut. They, they fall into the nut family or, or genera of plants or botanical plants like, like the pecan or the cashew or the walnut. Um, but, yeah, I really, I really believe that we've got to move um, a little bit towards – you know, some of the richer protein elements found in superfoods, spirulina, by the way, which is a green powdered algae, which has been eaten in Mexico City for 5,000 years, is a complete protein source. It's the highest protein content food in the world. Blue-green algae is one of the highest protein content foods in the world. Bee pollen, actually, I'm right here next to my flowers in my garden sitting here, and I've got bees right around my head, and they're just covered in bee pollen, which is the pollen of flowers, is a complete protein source as well, and a, and a real protein source. I mean, Max Planck Institute did a study on protein. They found out 50% of it's lost when you cook food. So when you're dealing with raw superfood proteins, you're getting real protein, sometimes for the first time ever, right to your cells, and you really feel a difference in the way your neurotransmitters work in your strength, agility, and endurance. Well, what about your seven-day raw food weight loss plan? Tell us about that. Okay, well... It, Essentially, we've got to get started somewhere. And so what we've put into the Eating for Beauty book is a seven-day program where you really get onto what, what we really call a catabolic program, which starts to break down the fat cells, starts to move the toxins out, gets the bowels moving. And that includes enzymes. It includes raw foods. It includes antioxidants. It includes superfoods. It includes removing from the diet two particular major food groups, which is cooked starchy food. That's like baked potatoes, rice, beer, bread, pasta, corn chips, potato chips, and then also cooked fat or cooked oils. And one of the most important oils to remove is any kind of soybean oil, um, any kind of pasteurized dairy products, and any kind of roasted nuts. So that's, and, and of course, corn oil and anything like that as well. So when we're doing all that, if we drink a lot of water, that is a very impactful piece of the whole puzzle as well. So how do you get started actually, though? You're going to go and buy all these products and then take us through a typical day. Breakfast, okay. lunch, dinner, snacks. What, how do you do it? 
Okay, so let's say you get up in the morning, you're like, okay, what do I do? Well, first thing you do, first step of the day, get a jug of water, maybe a liter. A liter's a really good amount. If you don't know what a liter is, it's a, equal to a quart. You put lemon and, in it? Can you put your lemon Yes, in you put a little lemon in there, you take a little bit of that Celtic sea salt that we talked about, and you, you stir it up, and you drink the whole thing first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, okay. Yep, before you have any food, before coffee, before anything. And then the second thing is you begin to go for maybe an hour without eating, and then you start looking at, okay, what's going to be my first meal of the day? Now, a lot of people don't really eat much in the morning. They'll do, say, a cup of coffee and then get going around their day. What we really recommend, if you're going to have your coffee, you're going to do that with some of these um, superfoods or antioxidants, or you're going to blend it with your cacao which is your raw chocolate, and you're going to do a mocha, okay? So that would be a, a first meal for some people. My meal usually is just raw cacao blended almost in the protein smoothie kind of way so that you can, you know, we all grew up on like protein shakes and stuff like that, but I do that all with superfoods now. I have cacao, which is chocolate. I use a base of coconut water or just water or maybe an herbal tea that I had the night before or something, and I'll just pour that in as the, as the liquid base, and I'll throw my goji berries in there. I'll throw my hemp seeds in there. I'll throw the raw chocolate in there. I'll gr- throw some green superfoods in there like spirulina, and I'll blend the whole thing up with a little bit of agave or honey or if you like maple syrup, you could use that, something that's a little sweet to make it taste real good. And then, then boom, you're flying on what's where the protein shake has taken us, which is to the level of superfoods instead of the whey stuff and all that other kind of outdated protein products and stuff. Now we're on to the new thing. And then you fire into, okay, let me see how many hours I can go without really eating. The next round, you're going to have some enzymes before you have your lunch. And you, you really have to have a nice salad with your lunch, preferably using avocado as your primary calorie source for that lunch, maybe some nuts nuts and seeds. Women can generally get away with it easier than men because men just have more calorie requirements and are like, hey, I need something like some oomph for that lunch. And you could use a lean protein like a fish or something if you really need more. But the main idea is a big salad for lunch. You move into the afternoon, you snack on superfoods and vegetables throughout the afternoon. You snack on pumpkin seeds, you snack on goji berries, you snack on celery, you snack on carrots. If your energy really drops low, you can do another little smoothie drink with the cacao, with the hemp seeds, with the goji berries. And I can't get into all of the nuances right on uh, an interview like this, but it's all, you know, it's in Eating for Beauty. It's in all my books. Then you get to the evening, and that's when you have a nice, fresh vegetable juice, if you can make it. We used to do 50-50 carrot celery juice. That's a lot of fun. If you don't do vegetable juices, go to your health food store and make them do it for you because no one likes to clean the juice machine. I'm one of those people who doesn't clean the juice machine. So So you can just go to your health food store and buy it pre-made. Right. It's either pre-made or they'll make it fresh right there for you. Right. And then into the evening, that's when you get to have, you know, a little fun with a little dessert. And that's all good. As long as it's organic and it's raw food-based, we we are very big fans on on my side of the world of raw, organic, coconut and cashew-based ice creams. That sounds good. How do you make those? So do you have to have an ice cream maker? You don't have to have an ice cream maker. There are other ways around that. Ice cream makers help. They improve it 
radically. Um, the ice cream recipe that I, I love is is in Eating for Beauty, and uh, and I'll tell you, when you make that, you don't really even want anything else ever again. It's just awesome. And then and then you continue on with your enzyme program late in the evening before you go to bed. And you just keep doing that. Now, people think, ice cream, that can't be weight loss. Avocado, that's fattening. Absolutely not. I mean, all that stuff will cause you to drop weight immediately because raw organic food is not fattening. You know, you don't see like a deer in nature that's overweight because they cannot, you know, the, the stuff that really coagulates in our system and sticks to our ribs literally is all that cooked oil and cooked starch. And if we drop that stuff out of our diet, the weight just comes off immediately. Um, some people gain more weight with cooked oil. Some people gain more weight with cook starch, but it's going to be one of those that's going to be the, the, the catalyst once you remove it that causes the weight to come off. What about alcohol? What about wine? Uh, they were saying red wine has reversed the trial, but do you stay away from completely from alcohol? Me personally, I don't drink any alcohol at all. I, I, I find that it's way, way too sweet for my system. Um, that's a total personal choice. Um, wine is essentially grape juice and, you know, that's been fermented, obviously. And so all that stuff, that great stuff that's in grapes, you can get it all in wine. And you really want to have organic wine because the, the other stuff is very heavily sprayed. Right. And if you are going to drink organic wine, there's a new one, I think, called Echo Wine, and it's organic. And if you want to find out about that, you can go to personallifemedia.com. But um, So tell us more in the last couple minutes. Keep going. You're really great. We're getting so much great information. Well, we, it, the thing about diet and the whole, the whole de- idea of eating for beauty is it's more of a direction. It's not really a diet. I mean, once we get into diet, we're in trouble because of the yes-no problems, which is like you can have that, but you can't eat this. And as soon as you tell a child, for example, like don't go in that cupboard, they're going to go in the cupboard as soon as you're not looking. Well, we never lose that even as adults. What ends up happening is, is we have this little inner child that, you know, will, will, through willpower will resist the temptations and then suddenly break down and eat the, you know, toxic stuff or the fast food or whatever. That That's a really difficult game to win. So we, we get out of that game with the approach that's presented in Eating for Beauty and the other books, and that is it's more of an idea of like, here, you get to add this in. Here, you get to have this. You get to add that. Here, try this. Add this in. And the flavor sensations and the subtleties and the nuances of eating slow food instead of fast food begin to be so pleasurable that they overwhelm the old addictions, and naturally you move away from that stuff. I liked your advice on addiction. Do you remember what you said? Um, you just—I think that you said that instead of saying you can't have it, just kind of go off it slowly and make it a habit. A habit. That's what you said. That was good. Yeah, but yeah, building healthy habits is is much more valuable than just jumping from one kind of diet to the next thing to the next thing. It's 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 all about healthy habits, and you find really healthy foods. Let's say it's radishes. You really love radishes. Well, make sure you have them each week. Make sure you have your cucumbers each week, and you just add it in for you and your family. And what happens is, especially if you have kids, kids have much stronger intuitions and instincts about food, and they will naturally gravitate to the fruits and the vegetables and the soup superfoods and the healthy um, granola options and trail mix options that you, you provide for them. And, and that's, the, that's the next generation. I mean, that's the most important change you can make is getting your kids on the healthy stuff. I agree with that. I mean, you have to start them early. If I had it to do over again, it would be way different. What about cellulite? I like what you said about cellulite, and that's new information to me. 
Yeah, it's all it's all about grapefruit. <laughs> it's all about grapefruit <laughs> and grapefruit um, grapefruit oil and grapefruit seed oil, rubbing it right onto the cellulite itself, and taking enzymes. I mean, this is you know this is a super critical aspect of of my own formulation of enzymes, which is called beauty enzymes. It's designed to get the cellulite off. It's the worst plague upon humanity. <laughs> we well, you're lucky that you're a man. They don't really have it as much as women. Even really skinny women get cellulite, and it's absolutely true. So tell us really quick, we only have a couple more minutes, about the beauty enzymes. Beauty Enzymes is a full-spectrum enzyme that um, I designed with, with a scientist friend of mine about, it's, it's been about seven or eight years that we've had that product out, and it's, it's a therapeutic-grade enzyme, meaning it's almost like pharmaceutical-grade. Mm-hmm. Most enzymes are very ineffective. They, they, they're about 10% effective, and when you're dealing with Beauty Enzymes, you're looking at, say, a 90-plus percent effectiveness in terms of its availability, usefulness. It's designed to break down cellulite fat cells, fat. It has a real high concentration of lipase, very tricky to manufacture lipase, which is all done in, in Japan. And then we mix that with other enzymes here in America. And it's a, it's a certified kosher. It's certified organic, but we can't put the organic label on it, unfortunately, because there's no certification official for all enzymes in the world, but it would have that if we could get it on there. And Where do we get it? Where do we buy it? Oh, how, can, how do we buy it? Do we have to make it ourselves? Does that? No, no, no. It's, it's a, it's a, the, the enzymes are already packaged, uh, and it's available through sunfood.com, which you can connect okay. through your website. What's your website again? It's personallifemedia.com, and we're going to get all the different links from David to buy his book, to, buy, to get everything, to get healthy and beauty. And, you know, I just have to say to everybody that my mom, I want to dedicate this show to my mom. She just recently passed away of cancer, and everybody should get checked. And she grew up where, you know, you didn't really have to eat healthy. You didn't really know about eating healthy, and I don't know if it would have made a difference, but... I really do believe going organic and using the glass bottles, like David said, because I do believe that plastic and microwaving and all that kind of stuff that in plastic, I would microwave in a bowl, a glass bowl, if you had to do it. There's so many new things that we're learning about the environment and cancer and all those different things. And David, thank you so much. You've really, really told us so many great tips today. And if you want to buy David's book. I really recommend it. It has so many amazing different pictures and things that I didn't know about. So you go to personallifemedia.com and we're going to link you to all David Wolf's Eating for Beauty tips. And thank you. And we're going to have to have you back because we're out of time. I can't even believe it. It went so <laughs> fast. That went by so fast. And, and thank you, Terry. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. And you know, all of us are going through the loss of our parents, and we're realizing that we've got to make changes so we don't end up going through the hospitals and all that stuff that our parents are going through. And uh, you know, it's just it's kind of a wake up call for our generation. And and you know, there, you know, with the with the bad comes the good, comes the inspiration to change. Well, you know why I really believe it too is both of my grandmother. My other grandmother just passed away, and my other grandmother is going strong at 94, and I really don't think that our grandmothers grew up with all the pesticides and things that we grew up with, so I really do believe what you're saying about children is get them to eat healthy now, and there's so many great ways to make them like things like guacamole and avocados and things like that. Well, thank you for being with us, and thank you, Terry. we'll have you back. You're great. Right on. Thank you so much. Have the best day ever. You too. Okay. And all of our listeners too. Thank you. 
Saw you shopping at the North Star Mall. Hardly recognize you at all. It wasn't until I heard you say hello. I realized you were a girl I know. You look completely different than you did in 91. A total transformation. Come on, admit it. You had a little work done. Had a little work done. Holy cow. It don't matter. Wow, look at you now. How'd you like to get together for some fun? Like it since you had a little work done Remember back in school we were drunk and we kissed And I pretended that you didn't exist You were a cute thing but you couldn't be The trophy girl I wanted hanging with me You've gone from plain white bread to a honey bun I think I'd like to have a taste now Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy smoke I noticed you, a damn near choke I think that we should get together for some fun I think I want you now, you had a little work done Had a little work done All around the town In your red convertible With the top down I heard the beauty is only skin deep They call me shallow Cause you're looking mighty sweet I never fantasized before That you wouldn't be the one But now you're in my night and day dream You're sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now How'd you like to get I kind of like you since you had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.